Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Happy Friday. How are you doing? Checking in. It's like our mental health check. Someone said to me, to, yesterday was two weeks until Christmas. So how are you doing? How are you managing your mind? I have two really fantastic questions that I'm so excited. But please know, type away. If you have questions for me, I got you booze, right? I get super excited. So two questions. One, I'm having a hard time staying focused. Good morning. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm having a hard time staying focused. That should just be the point of my whole conversation in Q&A. No, we're going to focus here. I'm having a hard time staying focused on what I should be eating. Help. And then the second question we have is, I feel so scattered all the time. I have too many demands of me and too much going on. Do you have any recommendations? Of course I do. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you. I love you guys know I'm going live in two places. So I get com I get excited about comments in both. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'll talk about that later. Um, okay, so let's start with I'm having a hard time staying focused on what I should be eating during the holidays. Oh, sweet friends. Okay, so here's the deal. The first thing I look at when someone says something to me about what's going on, I look at the words that they are using, right? And oftentimes we have this, I should. And we know that that is, what? A thought error, a cognitive distortion. We don't have to do anything. We make choices every day, moment by moment, that will fuel the long-term goals and ideals that we envision we have for our lives, but we do not actually have to do anything. So you can choose. And I think this changes our emotions around eating. So like you totally can choose what you want to eat. You could choose to eat healthy. You could choose to eat all the sugar, right? And it's your in here, like it's your choice. So how do we help you make a choice that will feel good for you now and in the future? So I really want to offer you this, that it will be hard. I'm just like, it's going to be hard work making a choice in the present moment. Why? Because our brain, that primitive part of our brain, wants to seek pleasure and, and really doesn't want us to have to work very hard, right? And so when you're saying, I want the sugar, I want all the holiday food, I want all the things that I should have, right? I, how do I focus on that long-term vision that I want to stay healthy for? And so when you are, are deciding, you have to decide hard. You have to make a commitment to yourself in, in, in the moment by moment that will help you stay focused on what is important to you. So let's say you've decided to cut out sugar and you're making cookies 
for your family. And this is this is happening tomorrow for me. So it's it's a break, it's a management. So I decide ahead of time how I want to think about it and how I want to feel about it. So quite possibly, I often go to this isn't fair. Other people get to eat sugar and they don't have inflammation problems, right? And so I decide ahead of time that that doesn't serve me, that it's really not helpful for me to have the thought, this isn't fair. And we have that thought, this isn't fair for so many different things in our life, don't we? That this isn't fair that I have to follow a food protocol. It's not fair that we have the coronavirus. It's not fair that I have to work from home and homeschool or virtual school. It's not fair that everything falls on me while my husband gets to live his best life. It's not true, but I'm just saying. I mean, those are stories I hear from my clients and I've believed those stories myself. And so I then, on the other side of reviewing that, I say, is that serving me? No. So I want to reframe that thought, it isn't fair that I don't get to eat the sugar, into something that will allow my brain to just understand and know and believe, right? And so I choose to say, it's totally worth it. This short-term pain of not having sugar is totally worth it in the long run because I know I feel better. I know that it's what I have to do for my long-term health, my emotional health, my physical health, managing um, a long-term illness requires me to make choices that other people don't have to make. Here's the deal, as, as we, we now realized when I was talking about patience on the last um, recording, was that um, we can argue with reality, but we will lose 100% of the time. So we could totally argue with the reality that I, I have an autoimmune condition and I have to eat differently than other people, right? It's totally, I could be angry and argue with that. This person could say, it's not fair that I have to do this during my, during the holidays. It goes back to our thoughts, sweet friends. I know that when I feel like I don't have a choice, like I have to stay on my food protocol, I want to rebel and say like, no. It's not happening, watch me. So I offer this to you as like, okay, make a choice about how you wanna think. And then you have to practice that thought so much. You have to practice thinking new thoughts over and over again. Because here's the deal, we have all these old thoughts, all these limiting beliefs, all these automatic negative thoughts that we've practiced over and over again. And those are super easy to think. And oftentimes they do not serve us. They're, oh, this is it. Yeah, retraining my brain to not think it's not fair. It is our op opportunity to challenge our brain, to challenge ourselves. We are here because we are made to learn and to grow. 
And, and in that, we get to learn and to grow, not from a place that we aren't good enough right now, because here's the deal. We are all good enough right now. We all are. But we get, because we're good enough right now, we get to choose to learn and to grow. It's not out of uh, fear and like, <gasps> I have to change. I have to uh, change because it's not. I'm not going to be good enough. So this is so much fun. It changes it from like hard and slog. And yes, it is hard sometimes. How can we make this fun? How can we make this into a game that you're learning? And, and I'm like, you know, my favorite thing to do, why I get a Southern accent. Sometimes it just pops out. Um, I've decided it's just my sassy voice, right? I'm always just... Um, amazed by myself and what accents come out. So I um, write on my hand or on my wrist, right? By the way, look at this cute, this cute sweater. Isn't it so cute? Um, I write like, okay, what am I working on? I'm working on the thought, it's not fair. How many times a day do I have that thought? Sometimes, or mine is, I want sugar. It's not fair that I, so like I, I do tick marks of how many times I have that thought. If you have something with you where you could um, totally do it on your phone, I've normally lost my phone during the day. So it's not a reliable source. I now have an Apple watch I'm wearing it, right? I'm not. Um, and so I can keep track of things on there, but it's so much fun to see where, how many times a day you are having a thought that you want to reframe. And perhaps for you, it's not, it's not fair. It's, uh, this is never going to happen, or this is too hard, or I can't figure this out. I don't know what thoughts seem to be keeping you stuck where you're at right now, but those are totally optional. And you can choose on purpose to say, thank you thought, but I'm going to choose something new. But here's what has to happen. You have to be aware of when you're having that thought. That's that mindfulness, that intention, that consciousness that comes with knowing your thoughts, knowing what is going on in that sweet brain of yours. And you then reframe those. You're like, oh, here's my opportunity to practice my new thought. And you're going to practice that new thought so much that that then becomes your default thought. I was telling um, the Courageous Life Society, this month we're doing, um, we're making 2021 your year, right? And so we're just, it's all about belief. We're not, next month will be courageous action. So hold on to your hats, friends. If you want a, a group of people to support you in doing one scary thing a day, you should probably join us, right? Of course you should. But this month is all about just practicing our thoughts over and over and over again so that come next month when we're doing action after action after action that's scary, we're like, we've got this. We've practiced these thoughts so much. And you know, you can't, it's not an affirmation. It's actually thoughts that you own, that you believe, that your brain will believe. So you're like, I don't worry, I got this. What thoughts do you want to practice this month? And you'll keep practicing them, obviously, but like what thoughts will fuel you? 
what thoughts do you need to think as it relates to staying on your food protocol, right? I can do this. It's my favorite is it's totally worth it. It will be so worth it. I try to keep it in. I'm figuring I am. It is like those active words. What if your thought is like, I'm not good with money. What if that's your thought? How do you want to reframe that? You're going gonna to make tick marks every time you have that thought. Then you're going to decide what thought you want to start practicing. Like, perhaps it's possible. I'm going to get really good with money. Perhaps it's possible making money is easy. And so, so look what I'm doing there. I'm laddering those thoughts. But I'm also saying, like, I got this. I've got this. I'm figuring it out. So, okay, so uh, when you are having a hard time staying on your food protocol, you're just going to practice new thoughts. And you are going to have to minute by minute practice those thoughts. Those are going to be so important to your brain. Okay, there we go, right? So exciting. Okay, um, second question I had was, um, I feel so scattered all the time. Could I have written this question? Yeah, I could have. Um, I have too many demands on me and too much going on. How, how Can I get a hallelujah for everyone that has thought this while we are going through this? I have too many demands. I have too much going on. I am so scattered. I am so overwhelmed, right? Do you have any recommendations? I'm just going to take a drink of my coffee really quickly. Um, yeah, I do. I'm so glad you asked because here's the deal. When we have persistent thoughts, thoughts like I'm so overwhelmed and you feel what? Overwhelmed when you have that thought. Thoughts like I have too many demands on me. How does, how does that make you feel? Note that we are going through the tear process. Your thoughts impact your emotions, which impact your actions, which impact your results. So let's say your thought is, I have too much going on. How do you reframe that? Like, is that serving you? A, is that thought serving you? No. You might have too much going on. Why do you have that thought right now? It might be telling you, A, you're so good at self-preservation. B, you need to declutter all the things that you have going on. But here's the deal. It's the holiday. So we can manage your mind about it if you want. You could declutter in 2021. You could declutter now. You could say no. It's totally your option. But when you have the thought, I have so many demands on me, how does that make you feel? I feel resentful. I feel super annoyed that other people can't take care of themselves. Normally little people or a grown person that lives with me, right? And I feel that resentment. And what action do I take from resentment? I take inaction. I'm just like, I give up. I give up. So I have too many demands. That's my thought. My emotion is resentment. My action is inaction. So guess what result I get from that? Nothing. I still have too many demands. I want you to see that your thoughts always create your results. But, but in a different way, right? So we could have a new thought. We could say, okay, 
having too many demands, just thinking that over and over again isn't serving me. So I want to think I can figure this out. I can choose what to do and what not to do. Let's use that. I can totally choose what I'm going to do or not do. I can say no to things. How do you feel when you have those thoughts? I feel super in control. Is that a feeling? You know what I mean. Confident? Courageous? I feel, uh, there's a word for it, bad to the bone. Do you like that? I feel that, right? And the action I take from that is like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm doing this. Thank you. I'm, I'm doing it. And guess what results I have? Is that I, I do it. I love this and my videos pause. And like I have too many demands equals I'm not going to have enough time for myself today. Oh my gosh. Yes. Declutter with more efficient thoughts, less distractions. This is so good. We, I am getting ready to um, film a, a video slash recording on I don't have enough time for myself today, that thought, and how that damages how we feel inside. And then, right, it, it infiltrates all aspects of your life, from what you do in your career, to how you treat your children, to what you think you can do in your life. <gasps> it is. Our brains say panic. Our primitive brain says panic, panic, panic. You do not have time. You feel so scattered because you aren't good enough. And guess what happens from that? You don't take forward motion action. Here's the deal. The thought, I have too many demands, emotion, over, uh, like resentment, overwhelm. The action you take could be inaction. You could shut down. The other option would be overreaction, which is my go-to. And I think I'm super good at it, is that I try to do all the things, like a chicken with my head cut off, right? I'm, I'm like, there is so much to do, and I'm the only one who can do it. And so I go into this frantic action where I try to do everything all at once too, right, friends? Can't be, like, I'm going to write an action guide, record a podcast. I mean, not really, but these were the olden days of learning how to manage my brain as someone who was so practiced in overreaction. And so like learning to say, okay, I have the thought, I have too many demands on me. What do I wanna think? I am figuring this out. And how does that make me feel? It makes me feel so relieved. I feel so relieved and so thankful that I can make choices about where to spend my time. You know, it was, and, and what action do I take from that? I do one thing after another. Like I take intentional forward motion action that feels super get good and guess what result I get? I figure it out, I get it done. You cannot get it done or get it done well with, with the thought, oh my God, I have so many demands of me. You probably get it done, but it's probably not pretty. And you've hurt your, your 
your heart in the process, your brain in the process. So how do we get you to a point where you're like, I've got this? Because worry, because confusion, because overwhelm are, are not helpful to me. And frankly, they are there to hold the place of the real emotion I need to feel. I need to just process the fear and or the, like, the deep resentment that I don't have control over my life or that I don't have a voice that comes with, what, sometimes having kids or being in a career where you don't want to be, but you need it to pay the bills. You get to manage your brain. You get to do the work. And that's what's so beautiful about this process is that it doesn't matter what it is that you're working on. It all works. You can be recovering from trauma. You can be trying to build a business. It is looking at your thoughts, emotions, actions, and what results you get. Thank you to those that came before that founded cognitive behavioral therapy, right? And psychology that said you get to choose your thoughts and emotions and actions, even when it feels like you don't. And there are people out there that can help you make those real choices every day, moment by moment. There are people out there, I love that I'm always like this one, who can say, like, here is what your brain is doing. Here's how you rewire it. Here's how you reframe those thoughts. You are not alone. You do not have to sit with the thoughts that aren't serving you. You do not have to sit with all the fears all the time. You do not need to sit in worry or overwhelm and confusion because it does not serve you, sweet friends. And there is another way. There is a new way. You just have to remind your brain moment by moment that you have a new program you're running. In the Courageous Life next month, we're learning to, we're practicing two tools. That's it. To choose courageous action. This month, wiring and belief. So what can you do today? My recommendation for this woman who said, I feel so scattered, I have too many demands of me, and I have too much going on. My recommendation is decide if that's how you want to think and feel. And then on the other side, I want you to come up with an anchor thought that your brain will believe. What can your brain believe right now that will hold you to the, the forward motion action that you're taking in your life? So mine is, I'm fit, you've heard me, I'm figuring it out. Everything is working. I can say no if I need to say no. I can choose a new direction at any point. I can say yes to me. And how does that make you feel when you have the thought, I am saying yes to me today? I feel gratitude. I feel relief. I feel committed. And from that, from that cognition, like that, right? Cognitive behaviorist, right? From those thoughts and emotions, you will take different action. You will not take the same overreaction or inaction. Okay, sweet friends. 
I could talk about this forever. Every Friday Q&A, please send me hello at jessicastong.com. Send me your questions. These questions are so good. Here's the deal. Some people might not be ready for coaching, group coaching or one-on-one -on -one coaching. Totally fine. Send me your questions. I got you, boo. And here's the deal. Like you will hear this over and over again and one day it will click. Pull my beach waves, right? One day it will click. I promise. I hear it time and time again with the sweet women that I get to work with. Just know that you get a choice every day, even if it doesn't feel like it. Make one choice for you. That's all I ask. One choice for you. Okay, sweet friends. Love you all. I'm turning two things off at once. Look at me go. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.